Good morning. Let's begin our service by singing hymn number 247. Oh, walk with God along the road, your strength he will renew. Wait on the everlasting God, and he will walk with you. Hymn number 247. scriptural will be given by Suzanne from Vermont. I shall read from Isaiah. Comfort ye, comfort ye my people, saith your God. The voice of him that crieth in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be exalted, and every mountain and hill shall be made low, and the crooked shall be made straight, and the rough places plain, and the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together, for the mouth of the Lord hath spoken it. The grass withereth, the flower fadeth, but the word of our God shall stand forever. O Zion, that bringest good tidings, get thee up into the high mountain. O Jerusalem, that bringest good tidings, lift up thy voice with strength. Lift it up, be not afraid. Say unto the cities of Judah, Behold your God. Behold, the Lord God will come with strong hand, and his arm shall rule for him. Behold, 
His reward is with him, and his work before him. He shall feed his flock like a shepherd. He shall gather the lambs with his arm, and carry them in his bosom, and shall gently lead those that are with young. Lift up your eyes on high, and behold who hath created these things, that bringeth out their host by number. He calleth them all by names by the greatness of his might, for that he is strong in power, not one faileth. Hast thou not known, hast thou not heard, that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary? There is no searching of his understanding. Let's now have a moment of silent prayer and then follow with the Lord's Prayer and its spiritual interpretation as given in the Christian Science Textbook. Father, Mother, God, all harmonious. Hallowed be thy name. Adorable One. Thy kingdom come. Thy kingdom is come. Thou art ever present. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Enable us to know, as in heaven, so on earth, God is omnipotent, supreme. Give us this day our daily bread. Give us grace for today. Feed the famished affections and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And love is reflected in love. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. 
And God leadeth us not into temptation, but delivereth us from sin, disease, and death. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever. For God is infinite, all power, all life, truth, love, over all and all. Let's now sing hymn number 402. How gentle God's commands, how kind his precepts are. Come, cast your burdens on the Lord and trust his constant care. Hymn number 402. to the Sunday morning service of the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. We begin every Sunday morning here with our roundtable discussion, which is practical education in how to practice Christian science. And we had another really good one this morning on the all power of God. If you missed it, or if you'd like to hear it again, you can find it on our website, plainfieldcs.com, and it will also be listed on our YouTube channel. We have a Sunday school for children that meets every Sunday morning at 11, 
And that Sunday school is available to children anywhere and everywhere. It has its own teleconference number. So if you don't live in the area and you have a child of Sunday school age, please call us. We'll give you the number and your child will be very welcome at our Sunday school. In fact, quite a few of our students attend via teleconference. We have a testimony meeting every Wednesday evening at 8.15, where you can hear testimonies of healings and lives saved through the study and practice of Christian science. And at all of our services, we have a nursery for infants and toddlers. We have scheduled our next Bible study for Saturday, January 15. That's just about two weeks from yesterday. So the study questions are on the website. And uh, please join us in two weeks, Saturday, January 15 at 10 a.m. And while it is now 2022, our, we still have a few calendars for those of you who would like a beautiful, inspired day-to-date day calendar for 2022. And we have been busy printing and mailing the latest edition of Forum Highlights, and that has been mailed to subscribers. And on our website, which is full of wonderful, inspired articles and music and services, there is an excellent article featured on the front page by Mary Baker Eddy entitled, Christian Science Treatment. If anybody's ever wondered what a Christian science treatment is, this article helps to explain that. Everyone is welcome here. And that includes all of you who are listening and participating from around the world. And now we will have the reading of a testimony of healing from miscellaneous writings, which attests to the healing power obtained by studying the Christian Science textbook. And this morning, this reading will be given by Imogene from Australia. From page 429. Some of the experiences given in the journal have been so helpful to me, I have been moved to give to its readers a little experience of my own, which occurred when I first began the study of science and health with key to the scriptures. I had already been healed of sick headache almost instantly by declaring that I was God's child, and as God is perfect, his child must be perfect also. This had given me great happiness and a quiet, peaceful state of mind I never had known before. My family did not seem to see anything good in Christian science, but to me, it was sacred. 
One Monday morning I awoke feeling very ill indeed. The morning was warm and sultry. I thought I certainly could not wash that day, but when I went downstairs I found my daughter had made preparations for such work. I thought, well, if she feels like washing, I will not say anything. Perhaps I shall get over this. After breakfast, I went about my work, thinking I could lean against the tub and wash with more ease than I could do up the morning work. I tried to treat myself as I had done before, tried to realise that all is mind, there is no matter, that God is all, there is nothing beside him, but all to no purpose. I seemed to grow worse all the time. I did not want my family to know how badly I was feeling, and it was very humiliating to think that I must give up and go to bed. All at once, these questions came to me as those spoken by someone, taking me away from my line of thought entirely. How is God an ever-present help? How does he know our earnest desires? Then, without waiting for me to think how, the answer came in the same way. God is conscious mind. Instantly the thoughts came, Is God conscious of me? Can I be conscious of him? I was healed instantly. Every bad feeling was destroyed. I could see that the morning had not changed a particle, but I was oblivious of the weather. It did not seem that I had anything more to do with that washing. It was finished in good season, while I was absent from the body and present with the Lord. That was the beginning of the battle with sin and self, but at the same time it was the dawning of the resurrection. Since then, over four years, I have had many experiences, some of which seem too sacred to give to the world. False literature has caused me much suffering. Sorrow has visited my home, but through all this, the light that came to me on that Monday morning, that new and precious sense of omnipresent life, Truth and love has never left me one moment. It was the light that cannot be hid. Mrs. H.B.J. Cambridge, Illinois The lesson sermon for this morning can be found on page 2 of the Independent Christian Science Quarterly. Subject, God. The golden text is from Psalms. God hath spoken once, 
Twice have I heard this, that power belongeth unto God. The responsive reading is from Matthew, John, and Revelation. And it came to pass, when Jesus had finished all these sayings, he said unto his disciples, Ye know that after two days is the feast of the Passover, and the Son of Man is betrayed to be crucified. Then assembled together the chief priests and the scribes and the elders of the people unto the palace of the high priest, who was called Caiaphas, and consulted that they might take Jesus by subtlety and kill him. Then Pilate therefore took Jesus and scourged him, and went again into the judgment hall, and said unto Jesus, Whence art thou? But Jesus gave him no answer. Then said Pilate unto him, Speakest thou not unto me? Knowest thou not that I have power to crucify thee, and have power to release thee? Jesus answered, Thou couldst have no power at all against me, except it were given thee from above. And I heard, as it were, the voice of a great multitude, and as the voice of many waters, and as the voice of mighty thunderings, saying, Alleluia, for the Lord God omnipotent reigneth. Elizabeth from Georgia will now read. The Bible, First Chronicles. Thine, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory, and the majesty, for all that is in the heaven and in the earth is thine. Thine is the kingdom, O Lord, and thou art exalted as head above all. Both riches and honor come of thee, and thou reignest over all, and in thine hand is power and might, and in thine hand it is to make great and to give strength unto all. Now therefore, our God, we thank thee and praise thy glorious name. Deuteronomy. For what nation is there so great, who hath God so nigh unto them as the Lord our God is in all things that we call upon him for? Only take heed to thyself, and keep thy soul diligently, lest thou forget the things which thine eyes have seen, and lest they depart from thy heart all the days of thy life. 
but teach them thy sons and thy sons' sons. Know therefore this day, and consider it in thine heart, that the Lord, he is God in heaven above, and upon the earth beneath, there is none else. Thou shalt keep therefore his statutes, and his commandments, which I command thee this day, that it may go well with thee, and with thy children after thee, and that thou may prolong thy days upon the earth, which the Lord thy God giveth thee forever. I am the Lord thy God, which brought thee out of the land of Egypt, from the house of bondage. Thou shalt have none other gods before me. Psalm Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder. The young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Luke And Jesus returned in this power of the Spirit into Galilee. And there went out a fame of him through all the region round about. And he taught in their synagogues being glorified of all. And they were astonished at his doctrine, for his word was with power. And in the synagogue there was a man which had a spirit of an unclean devil, and cried out with a loud voice, saying, Let us alone, what have we to do with thee, thou Jesus of Nazareth? Art thou come to destroy us? I know thee who thou art, the Holy One of God. And Jesus rebuked him, saying, Hold thy peace, and come out of him. And when the devil had thrown him in the midst, he came out of him, and hurt him not. And they were all amazed, and spake amongst themselves, saying, What a word is this? For with authority and power... He commandeth the unclean spirits, and they come out. And the fame of him went out into every place of the country round about. And he arose out of the synagogue and entered into Simon's house. And Simon's wife's mother was taken with a great fever. And they besought him for her, 
And he stood over her and rebuked the fever, and it left her. And immediately she arose and ministered unto them. Now when the sun was setting, all they that had any sick with diverse diseases brought them unto him. And he laid his hands on every one of them and healed them. After these things, the Lord appointed other seventy also, and sent them two and two before his face into every city and place whither he himself would come. Therefore he said unto them, The harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest, that he would send forth laborers unto, into his harvest. Go your way. Behold, I send you forth as lambs among wolves. And the seventy returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. And he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. John Jesus went unto the Mount of Olives, and early in the morning he came again into the temple, and all the people came unto him. Then said Jesus unto them, When ye have lifted up the Son of Man, then shall ye know that I am he, and that I do nothing of myself, but as my Father hath taught me, I speak these things. And he that sent me is with me. The Father hath not left me alone, for I do always those things that please him. Luke. And it came to pass that as he was praying in a certain place, when he ceased, one of his disciples said unto him, Lord, Teach us to pray, as John also taught his disciples. And he said unto them, When ye pray, say, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done, as in heaven, so in earth. Give us day by day our daily bread and forgive us our sins for we also forgive every one that is indebted to us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil Matthew for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever Amen Bruce will now read. I will read correlative passages from the Christian Science textbook, Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures, by Mary Baker Eddy. 
God, the great I am, the all-knowing, all-seeing, all-acting, all-wise, all-loving, and eternal. Principle, mind, soul, spirit, life, truth, love, all substance, intelligence. The God principle is omnipresent and omnipotent. God is everywhere, and nothing apart from Him is present or has power. Christ is the ideal truth that comes to heal sickness and sin through Christian science and attributes all power to God. The humble Nazarene overthrew the supposition that sin, sickness, and death have power. He proved them powerless. Jesus never taught that drugs, food, air, and exercise could make a man healthy or that they could destroy human life. Nor did he illustrate these errors by his practice. He referred man's harmony to mind, not to matter, and never tried to make of none effect the sentence of God, which seals God's condemnation of sin, sickness, and death. Christian science exterminates the drug and rests on mind alone as the curative principle, acknowledging that the divine mind has all power. Narcotics quiet mortal mind and so relieve the body but they leave both mind and body worse for this submission. Christian science impresses the entire corporeality, namely mind and body, and brings out the proof that life is continuous and harmonious. Science both neutralizes error and destroys it. Mankind is the better for this spiritual and profound pathology. Drugs, cataplasms, and whiskey are stupid substitutes for the dignity and potency of divine mind and its efficacy to heal. It is pitiful to lead men into temptation through the byways of this wilderness world, to victimize the race with intoxicating prescriptions for the sick,
until mortal mind acquires an educated appetite for strong drink, and men and women become loathsome sots. Through Christian science, religion and medicine are inspired with a diviner nature and essence. Fresh pinions are given to faith and understanding, and thoughts acquaint themselves intelligently with God. When apparently near the confines of mortal existence, standing already within the shadow of the death valley, I learned these truths in divine science, that all real being is in God, the divine mind, and that life, truth, and love are all-powerful and ever-present, that the opposite of truth, called error, sin, sickness, disease, death, is the false testimony of false material sense of mind in matter, that this false sense evolves in belief, a subjective state of mortal mind, which this same so-called mind names matter, thereby shutting out the true sense of spirit. Christian science reveals incontrovertibly that mind is all in all, that the only realities are the divine mind and idea. This great fact is not, however, seen to be supported by sensible evidence until its divine principle is demonstrated by healing the sick and thus proved absolute and divine. This proof once seen, no other conclusion can be reached. Jesus once said of his lessons, My doctrine is not mine, but his that sent me. If any man will do his will, he shall know of the doctrine, whether it be of God or whether I speak of myself. John 7, verses 16 and 17. The three great verities of spirit, omnipotence, omnipresence, omniscience, spirit possessing all power, filling all space, constituting all science, contradict forever the belief that matter can be actual. These eternal verities reveal primeval existence as the radiant reality of God's creation, in which 
All that he has made is pronounced by his wisdom good. Thus it was that I beheld, as never before, the awful unreality called evil. The equipollence of God brought to light another glorious proposition. Man's perfectibility and the establishment of the kingdom of heaven on earth. We admit that black is not a color because it reflects no light. So, evil should be denied identity or power because it has none of the divine hues. Paul says, For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made. Romans 1 verse 20 When the substance of spirit appears in Christian science, the nothingness of matter is recognized. Where the Spirit of God is, and there is no place where God is not, evil becomes nothing, the opposite of the something of spirit. If there is no spiritual reflection, then there remains only the darkness of vacuity, and not a trace of the heavenly tints. Christian science destroys material beliefs through the understanding of spirit, and the thoroughness of this work determines health. Evil is a negation because it is the absence of truth. It is nothing because it is the absence of something. It is unreal because it presupposes the absence of God, the omnipotent and omnipresent. Every mortal must learn that there is neither power nor reality in evil. When the omnipotence of God is preached and his absoluteness is set forth, Christian sermons will heal the sick. When the condition is present which you say induces disease, whether it be air, exercise, heredity, contagion, or accident, then perform your office as porter and shut out these unhealthy thoughts and fears. Exclude from mortal mind the offending errors. Then the body cannot suffer from them. The issues of pain or pleasure must come through mind. 
and like a watchman forsaking his post, we admit the intruding belief, forgetting that through divine help we can forbid this entrance. Mind is the master of the corporeal senses and can conquer sickness, sin, and death. Exercise this God-given authority. Take possession of your body and govern its feeling and action. Rise in the strength of spirit to resist all that is unlike good. God has made man capable of this and nothing can vitiate the ability and power divinely bestowed on man. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. For God is infinite, all power, all life, truth, love over all and all. We will now have a moment of silent prayer for our world. Let's now sing hymn number 30. The words of this hymn are by Mary Baker Eddy. Brood o'er us with thy sheltering wing, 
Neath which our spirits blend like brother birds that soar and sing and on the same branch bend. The arrow that doth wound the dove darts not from those who watch and love. Hymn number 30.
Let's now sing hymn number 236. O peace of the world, O hope in each breast, O Bethlehem star that ages have blessed, a day of fresh promise breaks over the land, gaunt warfare is doomed, and God's kingdom at hand. Hymn number 236.
read from the Christian Science textbook, The Scientific Statement of Being, and the correlative passages from 1 John, 3rd chapter. There is no life, truth, intelligence, nor substance in matter. All is infinite mind and its infinite manifestation, for God is all in all. Spirit is immortal truth. Matter is mortal error. Spirit is the real and eternal. Matter is the unreal and temporal. Spirit is God, and man is his image and likeness. Therefore, man is not material, he is spiritual. Behold, what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore, the world knoweth us not, because it knew him not. Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And every man that hath this hope in him purifieth himself, even as he is pure. Trust ye in the Lord forever, for in the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. Amen. Amen.